Hello, Travel Quest Network. It is me, Joshua Harrell, and welcome to the weekly Chatter Live with Travel Quest Network. This is the way we wrap up our weeks at Travel Quest Network. Um, so if you are a member of Travel Quest Network, please be in the members only Facebook group and chat away. Drop your comments, your share your wins, your challenges, anything that you want to talk about today, because this is our show. This is where we can do whatever we want. Now, just like last week, I just want you to bear with me as I get used to some new technology and kind of moving through the show because we're mixing things up a little bit, um, bringing in some guests, uh, which I think everybody had a great time last week. If you had a great time last week, please shout it out in the comments below. If if you are if you are out there in and the World Wide Web somewhere, watching us or listening to our podcast, we welcome you. You do not have to be a member of Travel Quest Network to be a part of the Weekly Chatter Live, but you do to be as cool as we are in Travel Quest Network. So anyway, welcome, welcome to the Weekly Chatter Live, and happy Friday to you. I hope you're having a great day. Um, all right, so uh, let's get this party started with uh i would like to go see what's going on in the chat and uh see uh what kind of wins and challenges are out there or just say hiya and tell me where you're tuning in from love 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 uh to see your faces in the chat and a little bit later we're going to have uh jason block the ceo of travel quest network on with a special guest uh, our 2022 Monarch Agency, no, sorry, 2021 Monarch Agency of the Year winner, Sarah Cantor, with her business, Those Who Wander Travel. Uh, we're going to have uh, some uh, an interview. Jason's going to do an interview with Sarah. We're going to bring Velma in to talk about sales for the week. And then Jason is going to come back and we're going to talk headlines, the industry headlines, um, what's been going on this week in the industry. And of course, please ask your questions, share your comments, and I'm going to just keep the, the, the show rolling along, right? Um, also, just full transparency, I've got my main co-pilot uh, helping produce the show, Britta. She's in the background, so if, I, if you hear me call out to her, You'll understand. I'm. I'm. I, I, I. She's. She's there, trying to make this show run as smooth as possible. It goes smooth. You know. Sometimes. Sometimes the fun is in the glitches, right? I. I think it is. Anyway, welcome to the weekly chatter live. Let's see what's going on in chat. Oh, I need to get the glasses on because. Uh, yeah, I need them. Uh, Cynthia from Birmingham. Uh, hello, all. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Cynthia. So glad that you joined. Um, April Lynn is watching, Carrie is watching, Velma, big hello, we're going to see you later with some sales, I know you've got some great stories to tell us, um, Cynthia, I can always count on you for a win, uh, uh, Cynthia said her win this week was getting the article I wrote on Alaska finally published or posted online. I put in the group, um, in, in the members only Facebook group, so everyone could read it. Cannot wait to take a look at that, Cynthia. Thank you for sharing that. Debbie is watching. Uh, Daniela, happy Friday. Our Amy Little is watching. And I I have to do a big shout out. Uh, Amy and I finished 
another one of our agent profiler workshops this week. Uh, love, love, love having Amy on the agent profiler workshops. If you have not participate, participated in an agent profiler workshop, please check out the events calendar because we've got a new workshop starting this coming Thursday and you'll get to meet this week. You'll get to meet one of our newest team members, Tatiana. Uh, so she will be a part of that workshop as well. Cannot wait for you to meet her and learn more about her. You'll, you'll definitely learn more about her this week. Um, but yeah, uh, it is in the events calendar right now in world be a pro. So if you would like to sign up, please do. It's a two part session. First part is uh, on one Thursday night, and then seven days later, we do the second part. Um, the best way to either get, if you do not have an agent profile or profile published, to get to published status. And if you have, if you have a published profile and you're not at super agent status, we're going to help you get there, and you should be able to get to it within those seven days. So takes a lot of commitment on your part, but it's a whole lot of fun. And ask anybody who has participated in it, in it, and I think that they will share my sentiments on that. So, yes, learn more about it, about it in the events section of Agent, not Agent Pro, World Be a Pro. <laughs> I was talking about Agent Pro earlier. Uh, and you can uh, sign up for it there. Uh, Daniela, I said, said happy Friday. Uh, Barbara is watching. Our Deborah is watching. Happy Friday, TQ fam bam. Short work break. I want to say aloha. Deborah, you're taking Rebecca's line. Rebecca is always the one that says aloha, but I think she'll let you do it. I'm so glad that you could join. Amy said, happy Friday. Lisa's watching. Carrie, hi. Barbara said, hello and happy Friday. Carrie has joined us. And Britta just wanted to make sure that, and I think she could actually come in on the audio at some point, but we haven't tested that out. But instead, she just said hi from behind the scenes. And Andy said, happy Friday. Andy was part of this, uh, this week's um, second part of the two-part workshop. Um, and uh, he was we wearing a stunning top uh, that I've told him that he needs to take his headshot for his agent profiler profile in that top. It fit his brand. He sells the Caribbean. It was a, anyway, you have you have to see the shirt. So, Andy, if you want to drop, drop you know, upload that photo, I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Thank you so much, guys, for, for being in the chat. And can, throughout the show, ask questions. Uh, you know, if you are joining us at any point, share those wins, share those challenges. If all of a sudden a win or a challenge just pops up in your head, share it because we love to talk about it. And not only do we like to talk about it on air, you guys jump in that's the community of support that we have within travel quest network everybody getting together and really lifting each other up so even if we don't talk about it live on air you guys are talking about it in the chat and giving each other all the love and the emojis and you know what let me just do a little self-plug can you can i get some hearts and I, can i get some happy faces just give me the emojis. It makes me, I thrive on it. Now, I'm going to uh, just tell you that what I can hear right now is my eight-week-old puppy named Orion, who is in the background, and he is yapping. So if you do hear that, um, just 
please forgive me. Ori uh, has not quite understood the importance of the weekly chatter live. Um, all right. So our our newest segment of the show is something that I think is extremely cool. Uh, we just started it last week uh, with Angie Ryan, uh, who is our current Monarch Agency of the Year winner for 2022. And Jason got to have a conversation with her and, 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 and share her story about how she got into this, this industry and being a part of Travel Quest Network. Um, and so this is, this is something that we want to do every single week. We want to bring you our members' stories. And um, I'm very, very excited about, I'm always excited. I think I, I need to find another word uh, other than excited. Uh, but I'm, I love when um, this particular member joins our, um, our weekly chatter live and uh, she knows who she is. Uh, Jason's going to introduce her in just a second, but she is someone who attends regularly and even if it's from the carpool lane. So uh, love her to death, love her business. So super proud that she is a part of Travel Quest Network. So let bear with me as I do a little transition here. Still trying to learn this new system, but I think at the end of the day, it's pretty sexy. So stand by, Jason. I'm going to bring you in. Hey, thanks. We do have a special guest with us here today on the Weekly Chatter. I'm really excited to introduce you to Sarah Cantor. She's the agency owner of Those Who Wander Travel and is our initial or inaugural Monarch Agency Year of the Year Award winner. So I tripped over my words there a little bit, but hey, Sarah, welcome in. Hi. There she is, there she is. How you doing? Good, how are you? I am doing awesome. It's been a, it's been a busy week, hasn't it? It's been a crazy week, yes. <laughs> So I wanted to start off, you know, we want, want to let all of our other Travel Quest Network members get to know who you, who you are and, and your story. So let's go back to the beginning. How did you, how did you get into travel? Um, I actually started out doing some corporate retreats kind of on the side when I was a stay-at-home mom for businesses, for small businesses, planning their corporate travel. And then when my youngest was going to kindergarten, I decided I did not want to go back to the nine to five that I had had before he was born um, and had reached out to a couple local travel agencies here to see if they would kind of mentor me. They all said no. Um, <laughs> so I looked into um, host agency reviews, found Bonnie and Waltz, um, uh -huh. shot Bonnie an email. We had an amazing phone call and it just, I mean, it just all went from there. It was fantastic. She the was rest the is history, client. as they say, yeah, right? The rest is history, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So now I'm curious when you when you first start off doing doing the corporate meetings was was that your your first career had, had you always done that or did you no I, I was a human resources director by trade okay um, for about 15 years um, and then my youngest was my fourth child so I decided at that point it was kind of time to take a break um, but did the kind of corporate travel on the side just to keep myself sane um, I'm not like the stay at home mom type so I needed something to do um, <laughs> and that was just kind of something that fell in my lap and um, uh -huh. I did it for five years and then fell into this. So, so four kids, you're, you're busy. I have three, so I can't imagine four. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, but I mean, I wouldn't change it. They're all getting older now. So it's a much different feel than when they're little. 
So what made you get out of the HR world and into travel in the first place? Honestly, I was just fired of, tired of firing people. I did that a lot in my first job <laughs> in the industry that we were, it was the healthcare caretaker industry uh -huh. and a lot of turnover. Um, and you just kind of get burnt out over time of doing stuff like that. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, so, so you went from firing people for a living to sending people on vacation, right? Yeah, I think that's a good transition. <laughs> You've come full circle. Yes, yes. That's awesome. So, you know, as you look at the business you've built, and you've, you've been quite successful um, as you, you've built your business, what do you think, you know, is, is your biggest strength that's helped you to do that? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think passion is a huge part of this business. And I yeah. think being um, persistent and consistent. Um, when you start out, it's everything slow and it takes a while. Even once you start booking travel, you don't see money for six to 12 months. So right. first two years, it's like you're basically working for free. Um, and for me, I was able to, you know, maintain our lifestyle because my husband is our main breadwinner. So that helped. Um, and just the passion that I have for sending people on vacation it, is pretty intense. Um, it's basically my life. Um, I live travel, so it, you know, that helps me stay on course. I love that. I, I love that it rhymes persistent and consistent. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a great mantra to have. It's, it's so yeah. true. It's so true. What, what do you, what's been your, so you've done, you know, a, a lot of things. What's been your proudest professional accomplishment? I mean, it's hard to beat winning agency of the year for Travel Quest in 2021. I think no, I did not pay you to say that. Yeah, I mean, no, that's no, no, no. I got up on stage and I bawled my eyes out because I didn't expect that to happen. Um, otherwise, just starting this agency, I have two amazing sub agents, um, Sydney and mm -hmm. Brittany, and they've been a gift to work with. They're an amazing team. Um, I venture to say we're one of the best in business and I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of the business that we've built together. I think you are one of the best in the business and I think you should be proud. Um, that's cool. So what's, so amidst all your success, there has to be some struggles too, right? So what's something that you struggle with? So everyone can know even, even the best struggle sometimes. Not I mean, often, sometimes. there's, there's struggles often. It really just depends on, you know, the level of that you let it consume you with, um, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with cancellations. COVID was a massive struggle. Um, for all of us in the industry, um, getting through that is a success in and of itself. Um, but, you right. know, flight schedule changes, flight cancellations, there's hurricane going through the Caribbean right now. Um, mm -hmm. All of that stuff impacts our daily life as travel agents. And uh, to say that this job isn't stressful would be a flat out lie. Um, right. It is. But it, I mean, it comes with a lot of wins, too. So you just take them and, and do your best. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, a good perspective. And, and you're right. I mean, you know, the, the last couple of years we, we had COVID and then all of a sudden, okay, we're like, yeah, that's done. And then, okay, now we're going to cancel half the flights in the world. Right. And so, you know, one thing after another, but um, I, I think, um, you know, go, going back to your persistence, you just kind of, you know, that that's part of it, right? Yes. Um, so, you know, there's, there's bad things that happen in the industry, you know, and we just talked about a few. What's something that, that's maybe exciting for you about the industry, about travel in general, about your business? Maybe. I mean, I think since COVID, people have a new perspective on travel that, you know, it may not always be there. You may not always have the option to jump on an airplane and go wherever you want. And so a lot of my clients, I feel like, have gained that perspective. So more people are traveling now than ever, regardless of the high prices, they're still doing it. Um, and so that's exciting. There's not one person. I think on the whole planet, you can't have a conversation about travel with. 
Um, that is like a universal language between people, um, whether it's just a road trip down the street or it's, you know, going abroad for a month. Everybody wants to talk about travel. So it makes right. it easy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right. So, so I want I want everyone to to get to know you. So so let's do some some rapid fire questions um, about the things that, that you like best. Um, so what's your favorite type of travel? The beach. The beach. Yeah. Any any favorites? Any particulars? I mean, forever in my heart is Los Cabos. It's my favorite destination mm -hmm. on the planet. It's the first international vacation I took when I was a teenager. So I think it got me. Um, but anywhere in Mexico, I'm happy to be. So Mexico is by far my favorite. That's I, I can't argue much with that. I mean, Cabo yeah. is is it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what what do you think the the most underrated destination is out there? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I would like to say Mexico because I have a lot of clients who will say I never will go to Mexico because they think it's dangerous or whatever. But it's yes. hard to say it's underrated because it, I mean, it's Cancun <laughs> had record airport arrivals this year. So obviously a lot of people want to go there. Maybe the West coast of Mexico, Puerto Vallarta um, mm -hmm. and Los Cabos. A lot of people don't, you know, like those destinations because it's not the blue water that you see on the Caribbean side. Right. Now, uh, you know, I, I, I forgot to ask at the top. So tell everybody just a little bit about, you know, the kinds of travel that, that your agency specializes and what do you sell most of? Um, you know, what are the products that you, you know, best? Definitely Mexico and the Caribbean on the all-inclusive market. Um, we right. do a lot of Hawaii. Um, we do Europe, um, FITs, um, mm -hmm. when requested, uh, we have some great partners that we work with through, um, our, uh, through travel leaders and travel quest. So that helps mm -hmm. too. Um, there's not a lot that we won't do. Um, and if it's something that we're super not familiar with, like Disney world, we will, um, refer to another agency within travel quest. Disney is its own little beast, isn't it? It's not, not, not me or my two agents are not huge fans of the Disney booking. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that we do kind of give away. So it's, it's interesting that, you know, the, the, the destinations and the, and the products you kind of talked about as your favorites and had the most passion for are the things that you're, you're selling the most of. And that's, that's probably not an accident, is it? No. I mean, I think if any new agent wants advice on how to do this, it's travel. Um, go see the world because I don't think you can sell the world unless you see it. And I definitely struggle more with destinations that I've never been to. Um, right now I'm working on a trip to Northern Wales and I don't know anything about it. So I'm, you know, Avanti's helping me out. And, um, but if somebody wants to go to, you know, Puerto Vallarta, I got, a, I got the restaurant recommendations, the beach recommendations. So um, the easiest way to be good at this job is to travel. That's right. You'd probably have a pretty easy time convincing me to go to Cabo, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, what's up next on your bucket list? What's on Sarah's bucket list? Um, well, I'm heading on the Diamond Cruise um, in Amsterdam next month. Um, yeah. Amsterdam has been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. So I'm pretty excited that I get to um, experience that city. I'm going a couple of days early so I can check it out and then sailing through germany france and switzerland so it's hard to think about that yeah awesome that'll be very cool mm -hmm. um okay and i think you already said it but i'm gonna ask again and you can repeat it if it's the same answer because i think it was a good one if if you're talking to somebody who's new to the travel industry new to the business new to you know building their business what's that number one piece of advice that you would give them from someone who's who's not only you know done it but is doing it and is really successful 
I think it's the combination of travel that I just said, and also the persistent, consistent that I said earlier, because those two things, I mean, starting out as a new agent is tough, um, especially right now when pricing is high and there's so many cancellations and stuff going on. Um, some countries still have restrictions attached to them. Um, so being persistent and consistent, patient, um, and booking yourself some trips so you can experience what it's like to get out there. Fantastic. Any any parting parting words that you want to leave the, the group with? I don't think so. I absolutely hate being on camera, um, but I love talking to my Southwest family. So I appreciate the opportunity to come in here and, and have a chat with you, Jason, and anybody who's listening. You're, you're fantastic, Sarah. So thanks <laughs> thanks to, to Sarah Cantor. We appreciate you being here and spending some time with us. Um, all right, Joshua, back to you. So cool, so cool, so cool. See, look, I, I'm patching people in from all around the country. Sarah, I did not know that that was your story, your origin story. Um, and um, I think firing people really stinks. So, um, yeah, uh, a, a good, good, good call there. Um, but uh, so amazing, guys. If you, Sarah is someone who is very, very active within our community, as busy as she is, um, and is is just just really someone go I, I tried to put up her website so you guys could check out her website learn a little bit more about her business um but i i love the fact that she still makes time to tune into the weekly chatter live participate in this um and participate within the community and come to our events and you know she mentioned the diamond voyage uh di the diamond voyage is um one of our, uh, it's, it's our top agent, uh, one of our top agent, the gym status of uh, uh, trips that we put together. Sorry, I can't get my words out. You'd think trips, vacations, that would be an easy thing for me to get out. Um, but we do our diamond voyage and we do our diamond getaway. And these are part of the perks of being in um, our our program and achieving those high levels of status within the gym recognition program. So if you don't, if you aren't real familiar with the gym recognition program, go uh, take, take a look, do a search in world via pro or go to travelquestnetwork.com and you can find some information there just about all the benefits as you move your way up through the gym status statuses. Is that, is that the word? Please, guys, I'm not sure about my vocabulary these days. Um, anyway, I hope, Sarah, if I don't speak to you, I hope you have a phenomenal time on the Diamond Voyage. I wish that I could go. Got some other things going on, but I will be back there uh, for sure next year, uh, wherever we're headed to next year on the voyage. Um, before we go over to Velma. So let's see, I got to see if Velma's got, gotten in yet. See, we're still working on this new technology, so bear with. Um, I want to go over to the chat because while Jason and Sarah were talking, um, Cynthia from Birmingham, who you hear me mention quite often during the show, uh, she had a comment and I wanted to share this because uh, when we, she was a part of our uh, agent profiler workshop, she said, 
well, I'm going to say what she, she basically said, what I was telling her to do is not what she needed to do. And that was to have additional bios. So if you don't know about the super agent program, you have to have, there's a few requirements that you have to have in your profile. One of them is that you have to have three additional bios. And um, the, w the way we talk about it, and not to give away the workshop, but you know, the capstone of your pyramid is your overall theme. Who do you sell to? Who do you want to work with? Uh, what types of travel uh, do you focus on that you want to attract new leads in? And then you create at least three. You only have to do three additional bios um, to reach super agent status, along with some other things. But um, then those those additional bios, those are how you drill down and you really get into the niches. Um, so anyway, Cynthia said, no way, not having it. I'm not going to do it. I said, you better do it. Uh, that's not how it went, but it kind of like that. So here she said, I did not think I needed additional bios on Agent Profiler, but I actually got a river cruise inquiry from my river cruising in America bio. Okay, so let me just tell you that she, Cynthia, I can't remember, but I feel like you took maybe even like the first workshop. So maybe a little over a month ago and you uh, created an additional bio and you got uh, a lead from that uh, uh, already. I'm, I'm pretty impressed, but I'm just going to say, I told you so. I told you so. Anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, Hold on, let's see. Uh, Nate's joined us. Hey, fam. Alan said, hello, just got back from Florida. Had a great time at Universal and Disney. I think I said this last week. I mean, Alan, are you are you ever not at Universal and Disney? Because in my books, it seems like you're always there. Uh, uh, so glad you had a great time. Uh, Lisa, hello and happy Friday. Ha and happy weekend. And happy fall or autumn as some people might say uh wasn't it the 22nd was the first day of fall are you are you feeling fall where you are maybe um i i had to wear a jumper this morning because it was just a little bit nippy i know you care about this i know you don't uh and uh andy thank you for the comment on uh the interview with sarah uh andy said wow love that story uh emily happy friday from virginia um and then Barbara said, great job, Sarah. I'm going to make sure my three sub agents, one of whom is very new, listen to this because you had some great advice. Have a great time on the Diamond Voyage. Thank you, Barbara, for, for, for sharing that. Um, yeah, Sarah is freaking awesome. And I'm so glad that she had a chance to join us. Now, let me see here. I think Velma, are you there? Stand by. Let me see if I can get her. There you are. I'm here. <laughs> All right. So, so Velma, so this is the part of the show where we talk about our sales from last week. So I'm going to hand it over to you. I'm going to drop out for a minute. So, and I don't have any okay. traffic. So again, I think I shared this with you in a message. If you need any special effects, I mean, inflatables, confetti. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Joshua. Well, this week I don't have any special effects, but I have some great sales figures. And actually, these are not the, just the sales. This is revenue. This is what our, our members earned 
the top three members for last week. And so, uh, you know, I like to start with number three and build up, create a lot of excitement. So that's what I'm doing. So uh, number three, which really is fantastic. It's $16,777. And this member earned that in one week from selling AMA Waterways and insurance. I just, I just think that's so fantastic. Um, and, you know, it didn't, it, that's not a lot of sales. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but she had a fabulous week and uh, doesn't look like she had to do a whole lot of hard work to get that. So that's number three. And then number two is $19,037. And this one, this just always amazes me. This is made up, this, this revenue for one week is airline airline tickets, hotels, and cars. And then quite a few, in fact, a lot of service fees. I'm very impressed with that because we had just been told all those years ago that you just couldn't make it if you sold these products. And apparently you can. Now, number one, and um, this one is very impressive. And I had to go back to Jason's um, calculator and figure this one out because I was curious about the gross margin, the percentage. This one is $26,743 in one week. And I looked at the gross margin because in his example, it was 11%. This member earned that from selling AMA waterways. That was it. That was what the sales were for this past week. That is a 17% gross margin. I don't know about you, but I just, I just don't think there could be anything better than selling an AMA waterway and making 17% gross margin. I, I'm very, very impressed with this. So that was, that was the sales for last or the revenue for last week. What do you think, Joshua? Uh, I think it's extremely impressive. And I love the fact that you were having to work through like, uh, like Bob Cratchit, you were having to work through the, the accounting notebook to, to get the, <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right you know and i had to go and use jason's calculator <laughs> i'm glad I, I attended his session <laughs> i love it i love it and you know what that's a i i'm glad that you brought up his his session talk a little bit about this the the sales plan generator session that he did well i, I i'm just super impressed with that because in the past it just always felt like you were standing there with a dartboard and trying to shoot for a number and not really knowing, you know, what am I doing? This really lays it out. If you are at all concerned about how you should set your business up, what you should focus on, um, it's pretty clear. He makes it very clear. And instead of making the members come up, you know, with all this math and the formulas, he's got that nifty little calculator. You know, it's like when you want to go online and find out what you're supposed to weigh, you just put in the height and, you know, just put in a few numbers. There it is. It tells you what, to, <laughs> not only does it tell you what you should weigh, but it just tells you, you know, 
how you should run your business and, and what you should shoot for and for the next year. So I, I'm very impressed and it's recorded. If, it, yes. if, if they, if they missed it, it's recorded. So, yes. Um, so, and it just, just so everybody's clear, this is in world be a pro. This is the sales plan generator. That's tool. correct. And um, so you can get to it from the left, left-hand navigation and world be a pro. Um, oh. you, you get to play with the numbers a little bit um, yes. and, and, and come up with a sales plan for the year. Uh, obviously, you can adjust, um, but owning your numbers is even, even if you're starting with zero, right, Velma? Owning your numbers Owning is your numbers, it's important. And you know what? What I love about that is you could put in what is realistic, but then you can also put in your dream numbers. Yeah. I like the I like your, your dream numbers, like uh, yeah. dream girls. It's, it's your, they're your dream numbers. <laughs> hey, listen, Thelma, while you were talking, because you were, you were talking about service fees, Alan asked, um, well, he, now I'm not going to be able to read it exactly that way, but, but he wasn't aware that we could enter service fees into commission manager. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do you know the answer to that? I mean, obviously you're seeing the service fees. Well, I can't just right off the top of my head tell you the format to do it. But okay. I see a report with like well, almost 100 in there. So I know it can be done. Um, right. And I don't know if it's a simple thing, if that's through Agent Air. I know you can do it through Agent Air. And these this uh, particular member did a lot of tickets. Okay. Okay. So... Well, now, who well, was that that asked? Who was that that asked that? It's it's Alan. Alan, okay. who just who he just got back from Disney and Universal. He's, oh, he's Alan like, Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he he he's ready to get in it, and I, and I've got Jason coming up in just a moment. Okay, so well, might, I'll, he, I'll 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 let him know how that works. Yeah. Okay. No, that's awesome. Well, Velma, it is always a pleasure to see your face at the end of the week and in, in the weekly chatter. So thank you for so much. Thank you, thank you so much for being part of this new format. Um, oh, it's, well, keep it, it's keeping me on my toes. Well, I'm happy to be here. And I want to mention that Jason just private chatted that you cannot enter fees in commission manager, but you can in agent air and GDS. That's where I, I kind of thought they were. So, yeah. So, you know, you know, the story, the moral of that story is to sell Agent Air and earn a lot of fees. Exactly. And okay. um, what, what do you say? Um, you can't consider yourself a full service travel agency. If... Unless you offer flights. That's right. There you go. There you That's go. Right. All right, Velma, you have a wonderful weekend. Anything special that you're planning to do this weekend? Uh, yes, but it wouldn't be interesting to discuss. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to leave you at that. Bye, Velma. We adore bye. you. Take care. Bye. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. Oh, my goodness. She cracks me up. So I'm going to bring Jason in, in just a moment. But last week... Um, I didn't get through all of the events that are coming up, and I love to do that. So before I bring Jason in, we're going to talk headlines. Um, tomorrow is our Los Angeles Roadshow. So the team is already in flight on their way. 
to uh, LA for our first road show in Los Angeles. Um, so I, those of you who are going, take loads of pictures. Use the hashtag that'll be on your name badge because um, we love following uh, photos from the event. Uh, you're going to learn a lot and have a great time. Uh, also coming up, just while I'm on the topic of road shows, uh, next weekend is the Atlanta Roadshow. So you're going to be in my backyard. And those of you who are coming to that, I can't wait to see you. Our whole team can't wait to see you. Um, and there's still spots available if you want to attend. So go to travelquestnetwork.com slash roadshow. And uh, you can uh, register for um, the Atlanta Roadshow, as well as the Newark one that will be in um, December. So those are the road shows. And then coming up, um, not all of these are on the event calendar yet, but they will be uh, completely my fault that they're not on the event calendar. So I'm going to give them to you right now. Uh, on the 27th, we have Apple uh, ALG Vacations uh, will be with us at 3 p.m. Um, for a great presentation. And they're going to have a few partners on during that um that's that session on the 28th uh at three we have amtrak vacations uh that is going to be a fun fun session with uh amtrak and celeste uh and at four o'clock so right after that is the travel quest network all member all call for all of our members so uh you can definitely find that in the event calendar please register for the all call um, it's a great time for you to get information about Tropical West Network, what's going on in the network, and um, you'll hear from the whole gang. On the 29th at 11, we have Norwegian Cruise Line coming back for another uh, session in their series that they've been doing with us. Um, so definitely join Lynn and Celeste for that. And on the 29th at 6 o'clock Eastern Time, all these times are Eastern Time, is the Agent Profiler Workshop uh, one of two. It's the first session out of the two sessions. So please sign up for that. That, I know, is already in the event calendar. So uh, all those uh, you can register for this weekend and uh, be ready for a very action-packed week ahead. Um, and with that said, now I feel out of breath. I am going to bring in my partner in creativity uh, now that he has gotten done with his interview with Sarah. Jason, block. Hey. Hey again. How you doing? <laughs> I am well. I, um, you know, this new format, I love it uh, because it's so action packed, but I am, I'm like, I, I feel like a DJ at the turntable. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm mixing things up a little bit. Well, and you look good too. So that, that always helps, right? Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So hey. this, this is, this is the headlines section. Yeah, let's talk some headlines. Yeah, so what's been going on? You know, a busy, a not busy, but busy week, you know, in the, in the travel space. Um, some, a couple of some interesting things. So some of these on the surface don't sound that interesting, but I found them interesting. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. So here, here's one thing. So during, during COVID, right, we saw a big boost to domestic destinations, obviously, because people couldn't go away internationally. But we're seeing that boost maintaining. Um, the Travel Corporation came out with a couple of their tour brands this week and said, hey, we're introducing some new domestic tours. So Trafalgar um, is introducing some, part, some, some tours um, 
that are national park focused. And, and we, we've even talked about it on Weekly Cheddar before, you know, some of our, our members are really driving, you know, national park type uh, trips. So Trafalgar's coming out with a couple of uh, tour products focused on other national parks, one in the Dakotas, one in, in Colorado. Um, their Insight Vacations brand as part of the Travel Corporation is coming out with some tour products. Um, one is on the East Coast. Uh, one is is the, the best of the Eastern USA, uh, which is not totally a national park, but some of the, you know, D.C., New York, um, some of those surrounding areas. And then um, out in California to Yosemite and Sequoia National Park. So, you know, the, the domestic things are, are continuing their popularity. And then we see Colette also coming out with, with two new uh, domestic products, one in Maine and one in Montana. And, and I found something interesting with those. They are, you know, not just, I don't know, talking about the destination, but they're really trying to create um, some culinary interest in domestic destinations, which I thought was pretty cool. So that's story number one. Uh, number two, Number two, we're still seeing um, domestic interest, but we're also seeing continued relaxation of, of COVID protocols. So that's that's awesome. Uh, Hong Kong, uh, starting on the 26th, so that's that's next next week, is is dropping some of their requirements. Now they still have to sit in a hotel room basically for three days, um, and they can go outside, but they can't go into restaurants or bars. So you know, I, I don't know what you do for the three days, but if you're there for an extended period, you can go to Hong Kong again. Um, so that's, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's see what else staffing challenges, still a big deal in, in Europe, Amsterdam's airport saying, Hey, you know what? We're going to put a cap on the number of passengers coming through here because their security providers aren't able to guarantee that they're doing the proper security screenings. Hmm. That really? sounds like a problem. So they're putting some caps on the number of passengers going in for sure through September and October but they say likely through through year end. So they're dropping those from about 67,000 passengers a day down to the 54,000 range. So, you know, that's, that's going to have some impact on, on some flights as, as well. Um, so, you know, we're, we're dealing with these continuing staffing shortages and, and all that, and that might make you feeling like you want a drink, but it's going to be a little bit more expensive if you want that drink on NCL. So, so they said this week, you know what, we have, they have a number of drink packages, their premium high-end package. They're raising the price of that starting January 1st to $138 per day per person. So that works out to be on a seven-day cruise, about almost $1,200 a person just for your drink package. Now, um, the good news is it does include a discount on bottles of wine and champagne. So if that's your thing, you know, that, that's a little bit of a, a give back. Um, but here, here's the, the, the thing. A lot of times, of course, they have their, their free at sea promotions that, that includes beverage packages. And at first I read this and I was like, well, you know, here's one more thing that's making cruising or just travel in general more expensive. Um, but I think there's a silver lining actually. And, and that is it gives you a great opportunity when those promotions do arise to point out that value to your client and, and really help differentiate yourself um, by, by pointing out that, you know, hey, now's the time to book. And you can even use that as a, as a closing event to get that sale closed. Um, despite all these ups and downs, we're still seeing travel suppliers invest big dollars in equipment and properties. Um, we saw Air Canada, and, and especially in green technologies, Air Canada agreed to buy 30 new electro hybrid aircraft that they're going to have in service by 2028. 
Um, Hertz, the car rental company, is adding 175,000 electric vehicles over the next five years. And most of those are going to be GM, Chevrolet, Buick vehicles. Um, and that's in addition to the 100,000 vehicles they said they were going to buy from Tesla by the end of 2022. Um, and you might remember that had the, the ad campaign um, that had, uh, you know, the NFL legend and my favorite quarterback of my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, in it. Um, so he used to see him on, on those ads. Uh, so Hertz is making big investments in electric vehicles. Um, and then you have Hilton coming out with a brand new uh, hotel brand called Tempo. Um, and they're, they're building their first hotel in, in Times Square. And they're, they're calling it a, a stylish and contemporary life, lifestyle brand. So, you know, that's a, um, for the modern traveler, right? So that's kind of a, a bit of a, a collection of buzzwords. So we'll, we'll see what that actually looks like. But one of the cool things that I saw was that it's connected to a big entertainment complex that has um, an outdoor stage right on Times Square and an interior theater that kind of hangs out over, that extends out over Times Square. And it has the largest LED sign package in all of Times Square. So it's something like 580 feet tall. So uh, that kind of brings a new new flavor to Willie Delight on for you, doesn't it? Sorry, bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, now here's something that I think we can do something with. Okay. There are, some of those things are, I thought were interesting. But there is several stories coming out this week that show a continuing trend toward upscale travel. Um, so one survey from MMGY Travel Intelligence came out this week and found that um, high income travelers are looking to take almost four international vacations in 2023, which is up 72 percent versus 2019. 72% wow. um, in, in 2023 versus 2019. Uh, and that, that average traveler is planning on spending over $15,000 on international trips in the coming year, which is 16% more than what they expected in 2019. Um, so there's, there, you know, higher earning individuals, higher you know, uh, wealthier individuals are, are taking more trips. Um, but they also said from the survey, they're looking at fewer destinations. So really they're limiting um, to the more familiar, I'll call it. So Europe, Caribbean, Canada, South Pacific a little bit still, but you know, generally not uh, Asia, Africa, some of the more um, exotic destinations, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, when you look at, uh, when they, they, they also pulled it generationally, and they found that millennials are, are looking to go on more international trips than, than boomers are. Get this, millennials from the survey, high-income high millennials, going on almost six trips in the next 12 months. But they're going to really? spend less and go for shorter durations, which I think we heard that kind of trend um, than than baby boomers. So the the baby boomers they were polling were were looking to spend on each trip around seventy seven hundred dollars, and the millennials about thirty five hundred dollars. But still, you know, almost six trips at thirty five hundred dollars a piece. That's you know, that that would be a great client to have. And, and likewise, you know, a baby boomer who's going one and a half trips on average at seventy seven hundred dollars also a nice client. So. Um, the study, you know, the, it's still confirming a lot of um, travel disruptions are, are the top concern replacing uh, COVID, which, which is which is great news because that's more of a short term uh, problem that probably has a, a more known solution. Um, but here's the part that shocked me. Okay. Travel disruptions and inflation are bigger concerns to younger travelers than older travelers. And I, I guess I found that a little surprising. I guess it, it maybe makes sense if you're still working, you don't want to get stuck 
you know, on vacation and not be able to get back to work. But, you know, I found, I found that surprising. Um, in the upscale trend, we're also seeing, you know, 12 new ships coming out in 2023, uh, major ships. Of those, six of them are kind of in that premium luxury space. We have new ships from Viking, Oceana, Silver Sea, Explora, uh, Regent, uh, Celebrity, which I'm going to kind of put in, the, slide that into the premium category. Um, and, and to me, this is saying, okay, cruising is starting to, to diverge, that the mass market lines are, are, are slowly or, or not so slowly becoming even more mass market, right? With bigger ships and, you know, just kind of the go big, we're going to try to attack the middle of the market. But the, the premium luxury segment is really kind of, kind of trying to pull away from that. And it raises the question, you know, what happens to those, those premium offerings on the mass market ships, like, like NCL's Haven product? You know, what happens to those in the marketplace? Do, where, do they, where do they land? Do they have enough um, buyers in the long run? So that, I think that's something, I don't have an answer for that, but that's going to be something interesting to watch. But the, the, the clear message is, is the upscale travel buyer is, is surging ahead and planning to continue that surge into 2023. And it was awesome to hear, you know, some, two of our top three weekly revenue generators were were river cruise folks. And, you know, that that is a niche that's not so niche. And the story came out uh, this week. We're, we're starting to see water levels in Europe go back up. So that's fantastic. But another survey from Travel Styles came out this week. And, and this this one blew my mind. I mean, I love river cruising. I talk about it a lot. But from their survey, 16 million Americans they found have taken a river cruise, okay? okay? And want to go again. Another 37 million are interested. They're open to the idea. So that 37 million, that's three times more people than are likely to try an ocean cruise for the first time. So the odds of, of convincing someone who's, who's not a cruise passenger to try a river cruise versus trying an ocean cruise are much, much better. I, I, was, I was blown away by that. Um, but I think it, go, it, it goes to the um, appeal of that as a mode of travel. Um, and you know, they also found in the study that nine out of 10 outbound leisure travelers are in the market for a river, river cruise, either as a repeat buyer or a new river cruiser, nine out of 10. So it, basically that tells me it doesn't matter who you're talking to. It could be someone you know, who's interested in going to Disney. Great, talk to them, help them with Disney, but you should be talking to them about a river cruise too. If not now, in the future. Um, so I was, I was, I thought I found that study to be eye-opening. That the appeal was that broad. Do you think? I mean, it, that's it's very eye-opening. But do yeah. you think it? Um, it's not necessarily the mode of travel, um, as much as it is the interpretation of uh, the destinations that you'll be able to see. I mean, on ocean cruises, you can you can stop in amazing ports, but quite often your first association is, you know, more the 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 beachy, yep, the beachy Caribbean piece. But yeah. on a river cruise, you're kind of knocking out multiple countries for the most part yeah. um, on one vacation. So I'm curious if that's uh, if, if it's the mode or if it's if I'm going to go on uh, on a holiday, what can I what, what can I cram into those days that I'm taking off? I think it's definitely that. But I think there's other things happening, too. It's, it's people who are looking for smaller crowds who, who maybe mm. don't, aren't looking for you know a ton of people. I think it's um Finally, the that sector getting past the 
you know, Viking Downton Abbey. This is for really old refined people only getting past that stigma. Um, I think it's the familiarity of a lot of the river cruise destinations. So mainly, mainly Europe and, and the desire to, to go there. Um, so I think it's a lot of those things all kind of rolled into one that's, that's continuing to, to drive that. Um, and as, as those river cruise operators are delivering great experiences, they're expanding, right? They're expanding into the U S they're expanding into, um, South America. They're, they're looking for new, new destinations to continue to keep those customers coming, coming back again. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, an, it's an interesting, cool growth story inside of the, the bigger story. Yep. And I don't know if you, if you heard, but, uh, Cynthia who fought me on whether or not she needed additional bios and agent <laughs> profiler, she created an additional bio around river cruising and she yep. got a lead. So yeah, just saying. I would just say to Cynthia and everyone else, one thing I've learned, don't put Joshua in a position where he's going to have to prove you wrong <laughs> because he won't ever let you forget it. <laughs> Cynthia, Cynthia is going to be a Crown Jewels member in no time at all. And I'll be like, yeah, but that additional bio, right? Like, she's going to be like, please leave me alone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So one, one other quick thing on, on this trend towards the upscale. Uh, American, American Airlines came out this week and said, okay, we're, we're basically expanding our, our first class and premium cabin. We're, we're converting aircraft. We're ordering new aircraft with more first class, business class, premium economy seats, because that's where over the next decade, that's where they see uh, travel dollars going. And so you take all these things together, and this is kind of why I think this is instructive for us. And this is just one week's worth of, of news. Um, I think, you know, the overall sense is that, you know, you don't necessarily need to pivot your business, you know, immediately to, to being, you know, a, a quote luxury seller. But I do think, you know, you should start to look at how do you attract those kinds of clients who are interested in those kinds of products, because it's going to make up a bigger share of the total pool. You know, people are still going to go in, in massive numbers to, to Cancun, to value-oriented resorts. Um, we're, we're still going to do all of those things. But where some of the growth is coming is, is in the higher end of the market. And it's not necessarily the highest end. It's that, that premium segment. Yeah. So, and, and there's space, there, there's definitely space for you to, to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we've heard it over and over again. Um, yeah. Maybe that client comes to you for one specific type of, of vacation. Um, right. You are now a part of their life. If you are a good travel professional, you're going to be a part of their life. And the first top of mind when there are, are major life events and, you know, as, as tastes change and as you evolve, um, the, the, making sure that in the portfolio of things that you're known for, you've got something that will um, still keep that, you know, your business is uniquely you and you mm -hmm. need to make sure that there is that through line, but making sure that you have, uh, some of those things that um, move in that direction so you can take advantage of it. Right. Uh, very, very important. But you have to think strategically, right? Don't just like add it all willy-nilly. It doesn't matter what the sales plan generator says. If you can't make it happen, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
That's just that's just a whole bunch of hogwash there. Well, hey, listen, Jason, we've got about five minutes. I want to go through because because there's been some chat in the chatter. That's it because that's what it is about. Uh, let's see here. Hold on one second. Um, all right, because I kind of skipped around. Uh, let's see. Uh, Katie said Sarah can't. Uh, Sarah Cantor, killer agent, better friend. Uh, I think she meant to say you go, girl. Uh, so yes, can't uh, cannot um, agree with you more. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cynthia, impressed with the numbers that Velma shared with us. Um, let's see. Uh, Ellen is asking about Travel Quest World 2023. Do we have a date yet? We do not, Ellen. Um, believe me. Uh, I think Jason and I can commit. The moment we have a date, it's going to be like tattooed on our you on our know. forehead. You, you will start saying, "Stop talking about it." We get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Stop it! Leave me alone." I'm sorry I asked. So, no, not yet. Um, all right. So, th thank you guys, everybody tuning in. I hope you're liking this new format where we've got more of the team here, more uh, diverse subjects. I mean, hello, the headlines alone, Jason, you got me up to speed on the industry. I don't even need to tune in to the, to the, 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 the zillions of emails that I get. You, you gave me the good stuff. I like it. You got it. <laughs> all right. Any parting words before we say goodbye, Jason? Uh, looking forward to seeing all of you at uh, the road shows. If you're, I know we're, you know, the, the, LA Rochos tomorrow, but if you're anywhere in the North Florida, Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee area, get to Atlanta. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have lots of supplier partners there. And of course, a lot of your peers there. Um, and I'm sure Bonnie will, will maybe be doing something crazy. I don't know. Uh, uh, and you're going to be there and I'm going to be there. Like, right. hello. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. Grand time. So come on down. And you know what? You don't even have to be in those states. Well, the one thing we found with the road shows is people are flying in from all over because it fit with their schedule. So the yep. Atlanta show is going to be great. It's going to be at the Georgia Tech Convention Center. Uh, so in the Midtown area in Atlanta. So it would be a fantastic time. So right. sign up if you haven't. TravelQuestNetwork.com slash roadshow. And uh, thanks, Jason, for being a part of the show. And thank you thank guys you for, for tuning in. All right. You, See you next week. Bye. <laughs>